Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com and definitely check out those shows as well. Lizzie Dammy Lola Blackburn is the author of Yinka, Where Is Your Husband? A novel. Born and raised in London, Lizzie is a British-Nigerian writer who won the literary consulting Pen Factor Writing Competition in 2019 with an early draft of her debut novel. She has been on the receiving end of the question in the title of her novel many times and now lives with her husband in Milton Keynes, England. Welcome, Lizzie. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Yinka, Where Is Your Husband? (laughs) Thanks for having me. You probably say it better with your amazing accent. (laughs) Husband. (laughs) (laughs) 
you did such a great job of developing these characters and immediately like getting us in the scene of the like twerking pregnant woman and like <laughs> praying moms and the aunties and like the whole thing and nobody understanding that like to work in an investment bank you could do eight thousand different things. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like IT support. It doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> tell listeners what your novel is about and and how you ended up writing about this. Yeah, so Yinka, Where's Your Husband is a rom-com and it follows Yinka, who is a British Nigerian woman who lives in South London. And Yinka is, you know, her love life is a hot mess right now because her her very traditional Nigerian mom and her many, many aunties are pressuring her to settle down. And then her cousin has the audacity to get herself engaged. And so Yinka decides to take her love life into her own hands and she sets up this plan in a form of a spreadsheet to find a date in time for her cousin's wedding. But then what kind of starts off as a very like simplistic goal turns into something way more drastic and Yinka feels as though she has to change herself in order to find love. So in addition to this being a love story, it's also a story of self-discovery, which she goes on with the help of her amazing friends. And funny enough, Yinka's story started off as a short story that I had on a blog that I ran back in 2014, 2015. So this blog was called Christian Death Dilemmas because at the time I was looking for, you know, mainstream romance fiction with a Christian protagonist and I, I, I couldn't find any. So I decided to do something about it. And on this blog, I had like different short stories with um, a Christian protagonist and it all had some sorts of like, you know, data dilemma. And Yinka was one of them. And her story was inspired by my experience because even though I was only, you know, in my early mid twenties, my mom, my dear mom, <laughs> was asking me, you know, when are you going to settle down? You know, where's your husband? Where's your boyfriend? And so that was kind of the inspiration behind it. But the idea to turn into a novel came later on. So I went to this blogging workshop and I met this fantastic author. And all, as all writers do, I want to get feedback on my writing. So I shared my blog with her. And in addition to giving me some really helpful feedback, she said, do you know what? I really love this Yika character. I feel like she turned into a novel. And I guess the rest is history. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry to make you repeat that story. I know I've heard you say it on other, (laughs) you know, NPR and all these other places and website and everything. But, um, you know, for those who didn't learn that until now, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you decided to share like 10 installments on the bookseller about how this book got made with your experience and your editor's experience. That was genius. Tell me about (laughs) that. I loved that. I like want to do something. I don't know. It's amazing. I love it. Tell me about that. Yeah. So that was actually um, sparked by my former editor, um, Katie. She's, She's left Penguin now, but she was great. And she felt like it would just be a good idea to give like writers and insight into the publishing journey and because I was so like consumed of trying to write my manuscript I never really thought about the publishing process and what that entails so for me it was a chance not just documents my experience but also like now it's a good chance for me to reflect back and to see how far I've come and hopefully you know it'll be helpful to other writers out there who kind of feel like the publishing industry is some kind of like mystery. <laughs> yes. No, I love it. I love how your editor was like trying to wear her nicest clothes to come meet you and was like oh, all yeah. nervous because she had a <laughs> venue in real life. It's so cute. It's awesome. That's that's really great. And I do feel sometimes there's feels like this, you know, closed box world, right? Where you don't know what happens behind the curtain. So I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it was a very unique way to to share the journey. So for people listening, go to the bookseller and search up Lizzie or maybe just put in Yinka, where's yeah. your husband? And you'll find 
What part of that whole process? I know there was a part about the cover. Tell me about the cover journey and looking at your two covers now. Tell me about having these two very different covers for different markets. Well, first of all, I absolutely love them. Like people ask me, which is your favorite? But actually, I love them both. I think they're great, colorful and bright. The process was quite different. So I was more included in the U.S. process. And I think it's because they wanted to get my insight as a British Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to kind of give some feedback on a few iterations before we reached a final version. But with the UK one, I didn't know what was happening until like months later. And I think it, that's kind of standard practice because the reason why they want to include the authors because we're not the expert. And sometimes we might come with these ideas, which might sound great, but they know the market and they know what sells well. And I was told that, you know, they had up to 100 iterations with the cover because they really wanted to get it right. And when they showed me in the, in the end, I was absolutely blown away and, you know, I only had to offer a few tweaks, really. But yeah, I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's so cool. Very cool. I didn't notice at first it was a ring, but yeah, there it is on the yeah. British cover. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so what was it like the writing part as you were trying to turn it into from a short story to a novel? Like, did you have a day where you were like, now what do I do? Oh my gosh. So the first year and a half, I was just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest with you. And that meant that I kept on like starting, stopping, starting again. And it wasn't until I read this book called Story Engineering by Larry Brooks. And I recommend it to, to all authors. I think I even mentioned it in one of my bookseller columns. And that was kind of like my light bulb moment because that's when I realized that storytelling is a craft and it needs to be like certain elements in order for it to be engaging for the reader. So like themes and structure and conflicts and stakes. And it sounds basic, but at the time I didn't know that. So from that point forward, I started to invest in myself as a writer. So I attended like workshops. I did an online creative writing course. I read more. I connected with other writers as well. And yeah, the process was quite long. It took me like roughly five years to write Yinka. And I think one thing that I really struggled with was finding time. And also when I got married, I moved from London to Milton Keynes, but I was still working in London. So it was a two hour commute each way. And I just struggled to write on the train. But lockdown in the end was a blessing in disguise because it gave me more time to write. And that's when I actually finished my manuscripts. So was your mom really has happy when she met your actual husband? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she loved him. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad as well. <laughs> what, did, what did he think about this being the topic of your book? Um, he, he was like, he always knew that I was going to be a writer at some point. Well, now he says that. <laughs> let's give him all the credit yeah but my mom as well because she read it within a week and she doesn't really read like fiction and yeah she was so proud of me and she was like I can't believe like this came from your your brain like I really respect (laughs) you so that was really nice to hear to get that you know stamp of approval from my my mom (laughs) it is amazing that sometimes it takes a novel for people to understand what you're even thinking, (laughs) right? Or who you are or, you know, communication, verbal communication can only go so far. But spending a year like honing (laughs) your interior monologue. Yeah, it's funny. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What are you working on now? So I'm working on book two. I haven't really told too many people except for my editors and my agent about it, but it's Going but now you can tell me. <laughs> well, I would say it's going to be, you know, another kind of colourful, vibrant book with like an ensemble of characters, which are hopefully as memorable as the one in Yinka. Amazing. <laughs> and is this going to be a movie? Um, what, Yinka or the... Yinka. Yes. Again, I can't say too much about it, but it has been snapped up for film rights. So Amazing. yeah, watch this space. <laughs> oh my gosh. So cool. That's just mm-hmm. it's really exciting. Thank you. How, so how has your life changed since having this book out? Oh, wow. So it's meant that I can do it full time, which is amazing because that's like, you know, a dream come true. And yeah, just like, it feels so surreal. And I just feel so grateful. Like every single day, I'm just like, I wake up in awe that, wow, this is my life. Because when I was writing the Inca, there were many times when I thought that, would I ever reach the end? Like, I just kind of felt like I would constantly be working on a draft of Yinka. So, yeah, it's just, I think anytime I'm feeling doubtful or I question myself, I just have to think back to how far I've come. That's inspiring. I love yeah. it. What <laughs> other you. advice would you have for aspiring authors? Oh, I've got so many. <laughs> Great, let's but, hear it. Um, oh, I would say invest in yourself and you're worth investing in. And, you know, the internet is your friend. Like, there's so, like, much free resources, like on YouTube, for example. And sign up to newsletters as well, because sometimes you'll get free advice from there or, like, and free worksheets as well. I would say call yourself a writer as well. Like, own it and don't feel afraid to tell people that you're writing. I feel like sometimes as writers, we can kind of be shy about that. But sometimes we have to put our work out there and get feedback in order to improve. And... I would say, yeah, don't give up. Like you need to have a lot of self-belief as well because, you know, it is quite time consuming and, you know, you will get rejected along the way. So you need to have that self-belief in yourself. And what kind of books do you like to read? I do love a good rom-com. <laughs> also love um, like mystery books as well, like literary books that kind of like touch on a range of issues I love books that showcase like Black Joy as well. And I'm very happy to see that a lot of books are coming out that are kind of like promoting that. Yeah, I said those are my go-to. Yeah. Amazing. Excellent. 
And do you have your whole crew of aunties? Did Do you have like the same <laughs> network of aunties and are they also supportive of, of the work that you do? Yeah. So like, thankfully my aunties are not like the aunties. <laughs> so, like I never got pressured from my aunties um, when I was single um, to get married. So my aunties now, yeah, they're very, very supportive. Like when it came to my, both my US book launch, which is virtual and my in-person one in the UK, you know, they were there cheering and, you know, just being so super supportive. So I'm very blessed to have a very supportive network of friends, former colleagues, family members. So yeah, it it really does help. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I was surprised actually in the book that there was so much pressure on her so young. Like I was expecting Inca to be, I don't know, like 38, 39, but she was only what, 31, 32. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. I feel and like funny. in New York, people are like, whatever, you know, <laughs> settle in. It's funny because when I was writing Inca, I was in my 20s and I was thinking to myself, how would a 31-year-old person behave? And I realized it's not much different from, you know, being your 20s. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just finished yeah. reading a memoir about someone who was like, okay, I'm 38. I guess I should think about having a baby on my own. Like that was the book I read before yours. So I think after oh. I got to yours, I was like, Oh, she's got plenty oh, of time. <laughs> There's no rush. What will be, will be, you know. <laughs> you do do a great job, though, of of setting the scene, like the contrast between the crazy harried mom, you know, on the ground changing diapers and like the career woman mm-hmm. and this whole like, you know, grass is always greener thing, right? Like you, the, the, you want what someone else has, like Yes, you've given, like, you didn't go to college, but look at you. You've got this amazing child yeah. and you have this, you know, it's it's almost like, it's like you can't win with with life in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I feel like social media has kind of perpetuated or fueled this idea that you need to have it all, but only because of like what people are portraying and what you see in like the highlight reels and I just feel like it's it's impossible and it's impossible it's not fair for us to put ex- expectation on ourselves and on others as well. So yeah, hopefully that can be something that people can relate to when they're reading her. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really do think you have an amazing voice and oh, pacing and all of the elements of storytelling like it's it's just so fun. It's like fun to read and makes you smile but also makes you think and yeah, I, I just love your voice. That's really oh, my favorite. Oh, thank you. Oh, that means so, a lot. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, anyway, I'm excited for your next adventure and <laughs> and all of that. So thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. Right, have a great day. I take care. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.